Today's guest is one of my favorite hiking partners, Bashir Doobtube. Almost called you Boobtube. Doobtube Burgess. Uh, we've been, I've probably hiked with him, pretty sure I've hiked with him more than anybody else. Uh, Bashir not only has hiked, he's done water sports, he's traveled all over the world, and not afraid to try anything, including, well, he even ate a worm one time. Legend has it, he ate a worm. That's a story for another show. So welcome to the show, DoobTube. Uh, it's all true what, what they I say talk and more. To you, uh, thanks for having me today. What I'd like to talk to you about today, and let me just mention this will probably be one of many times I have DoobTube on, but what I want to talk about is our trip to Vermont in 2017, what was the kickoff of my trip through Vermont, my two-year trip where I sectioned hiked the long trail. And uh, I want to hear from you how you got involved in our trip. Sure. Absolutely. We'd love to talk about it. It was a muddy time. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. I think you came to me with the idea some months before we went to Vermont. Um, but so that you were thinking about doing a section hike or uh, a, rather a through hike, something longer than some of the section hiking that we'd done in the past in the Appalachian Trail and in the Catskills. Um, so I think I wholeheartedly jumped in, but obviously scheduling was another thing. But I think we decided to leave sometime in July. Um, and you had done most of the logistics, but we ended up driving up there in my smart car. I don't know if you had anything else you wanted to talk about with the planning of it, but there was definitely a lot of planning on your side. Well, I get into the smart car in the book. There are some funny stories about your smart car, including pulling up to a McDonald's and seeing a very large truck and Figuring that we could have fit your car in the back of a pickup truck. Yeah, I've been thinking about printing out cards to hand people in gas stations because the, the questions are all the same. That thing can drive, that thing can go on the highway, you know, those sorts of things. Yeah, I, I'll tell you, we were on the highway and I didn't, I, I felt very safe in it. I mean, it's almost, I forgot that I was in such a small car. I mean, I'm not one for so. those bumper stickers that I climbed this or that mountain, but I'm pretty sure we climbed a pretty high peak in that smart car as well. Well, we took that smart car up to Mount Mansfield. Yeah, exactly. I'm on my second smart car. That's how much I love them. But um, in terms yeah. of going to Vermont, I think it's actually a really great car for hikers, uh, as long as it's just a pair, because, you know, it's pretty easy to park on the side of the road. It's a smaller wheelbase than like a regular car. So if you're parking on like a country road or something, like that's pretty easy and doesn't really obscure anyone's, uh, you know, view or, or impede traffic in any way. Okay. Now, we, we had some interesting encounters up there, um, some before we even got on the trail. Uh, but do you have um, something interesting, an interesting either encounter or event that happened on the trail you want to share? I mean, on the trail, there, there's a ton. But before we got on the trail, I'd say, um, obviously, stopping at uh, Ben and Jerry's uh, is, is a... It's a rite of passage, I think, if you're going through Vermont, but it's also just a really cool place, and it's interesting to see. Oh, absolutely. Company in a place. People would ask me, are you stopping at Ben & Jerry's? I was like, would you go to Paris and not see the Eiffel Tower? Come on. Yeah, that's, that's how I feel about it, too. And they have obviously got all the flavors there, and it's really cool to see just so many friendly people enjoying creamy delights. How, how about on the trail? You know, we hiked from North Troy, the Canadian border to 
uh, down to. Well, you, you asked actually was, about before the trail, and I think that place that we stayed, that Airbnb or uh, not Airbnb, but uh, bed and breakfast rather. I'm too new age. Everything's an Airbnb or MacBook Air. Um, but yeah, the bed and breakfast we stayed at was like so old timey, like a place. It was like from a different time in, in the universe um, with like the, 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 the manual credit the card readers that you slide with your arm. Um, yeah. Well, my favorite one was, you know, my brother has one of those uh, clipboards that you just have to touch and things happen. Yeah, the leader's referencing a, uh, a tablet. She didn't even know that they're called tablets. Yeah. And then that brother in question actually forgot to give us a ride to the trailhead. So it was definitely uh, right. an interesting start to our trip. But I loved her rea- her response after she told us that. She looked at us and said, well, you're going to walk a lot today anyway, right? Yeah, you know, just what's a couple extra miles today before we get to camp. Um, and then we also ate at some pretty interesting eateries in that really small town. I think there was like a Dollar General or something like that in the town and then some... Uh, pretty small non-chain eateries and there was a i think a pretty colorful like hot dog kind of place that night well yeah the only food place we found open if you recall was yeah it was like i don't know like a look almost maybe a little bigger than a food trailer maybe it was a food trailer but you know the woman coming up and showing you her tat her tattoo um yeah through all the haze of my life i certainly do recall that (laughs) Did you throw? Yeah, I don't know if you've burned that image out of your head yet. If you've gotten it <laughs> no, it's still head. burned in. Uh, yeah. And then we found out it was date night in North Troy. Who would have ever known? Because you know, everybody was there to get their fish and chips with their date. It seemed like it was the wives. place to go in town during the day. You probably pop into the Dollar General once or twice, and then after that, it's come on down to the the fish and chips t- uh, joint. Yeah, but all the people were very nice. Um, but only a couple of days later, we ended up in the town of Montgomery Center, which was a little bit different experience. Was that the place with the uh, the really nice bed and breakfast that we stayed at? And like, uh, yes. yeah, oh yeah, that was a pretty interesting town. Where you learned you learned from Papa how to hitchhike. We learned that we snuck back into a. You didn't uh, believe me when I told you. No, that's different place, different different spot. That's later on the trip, but yeah, um, I do, I do remember. Um, it was a really a nice bed and there. And we also saw a really sketchy like ski there was like that sketchy ski um hostel kind of thing that we went to in the beginning yes. that's like where we almost laid our heads Rubies. that night yes. yeah <laughs> <laughs> the woman looked like she just rolled out of bed it was two and two in the afternoon and she looked like she just rolled out of bed i mean i feel like we were banging uh, on the door like we had a warrant you know it was like <laughs> yeah yeah she must have like looked through the window and said well, they don't look like cops i don't see a cop car so i guess i can that'd be a good gig for me to do is serve people papers that never expected it coming yeah. um, um but yeah I'm, I'm, but we had a very positive experience at the place we did stay oh yeah that place right? is, and like i want to go back just to stay there I, i'm not even the skiing but i would go there i know it's like crazy time of year for them with skiing because they they book up but i just thought it was one of the most beautiful and like well manicured places of that sort and their name is phineas swan and boy they they take the breakfast part of bed and breakfast very serious yeah and i was like wolfing down stuff acting like i hadn't eaten in like years and you know like coming back from the war i'd only been on the trail for four days but it rained a lot and carried a lot of crap and um it was delicious though yeah, we were kind of burnt by the time we got there because we didn't get our, we had, we had a kind of a sluggish start, right? We 
we got poured on on a day when there was no rain in the forecast. We ended up getting rained on. on yeah, I think no second. matter how you 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 slice that, I'd honestly be curious to learn how someone who's even really seasoned gets through those first that first kind of week and isn't demoralized because you know everything's heavy. You're wet. Your stuff's wet. <laughs> um, your feet get wet. It's it's just. I think maybe timing of that hike, we, we could have done a little bit better, but it definitely was a really, really difficult start in a lot of ways, I think. Yeah, I, I went back just two weeks later to do the southern portion of the trail, and it was dry. Yeah, you had a much had better time like when you went back. I'm, I'm happy you had company yeah. on that first part because I think we helped console each other through some pretty wet moments. It, it kind of got us through the suck factor, All right? Having somebody to... The suck factor Somebody having your boots suck into the mud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I tell that story in the book. You know, you the first uh, puddle you walked into. Yeah, it was like up, up to, to my knee. knee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, real deep stuff. Yeah, they don't have they don't have puddles in northern Vermont. They're more like small ponds. I thought I was gonna get like a venereal disease from hiking. <laughs> yeah. Now that northern section was tough, and I've heard a lot of hikers talk about how difficult the, the northern section of that trail. Yeah, is. I think timing's a big thing. I mean, that's something you always drove into our heads growing up, and I think uh, something to that that is challenging is just you know climate the way it is right now. Is it's it's weather's I think a little less predictable, um, mm -hmm. but I think planning it is really 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 important timing it wise because if you're cold or wet or things like that, it really changes the experience. But you're right. Though, having hiking with somebody takes away from that. Yeah, I you know I think when yeah. you're feeling your highs, you can sort of infect the other person with that, and you know just try not to get in the resonating downward uh, mode because you do got to keep moving. And we turned it into one hell of a road trip too. I, I mean, I don't I know where I had more time, fun on despite trail. all the like the wet and stuff like that. I, I do want to be clear. It was I I had a really memorable and and, and great experience, and you know want to go back to that trail, but I think. There are definitely moments I can look back at and be like, man, I was really uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, we we both struggled through some some things on you know, I I had twisted up my knee on the first day. That didn't help. And then the fact that everything was soaking wet. And then when uh, with your knee all twisted it, up, I almost pushed a tree onto you too. You almost killed me. That's in the book too, right? How you tried to kill I don't know me. if that was wet that soil really, or just uh, weird happenstance, but I don't think I leaned on it hard, but it went right at you. It was just a dead tree. Yeah. You know, I mean it was you didn't know it when you put your hand on it. Yeah, but you got to think to yourself, that tree's been dead sitting there for like 10 years. Yeah. Hundreds of other hikers, right. it didn't hopefully rock. people are using the forest, yesterday. have leaned on that tree. Like in that moment, I'm not like that giant of a human. You just happen to be the guy to, to put your to, to lean on it at that particular time. Yeah. A lot of people walked right by it before you did that. But we, we, we lived to talk about it. We had a, yeah, one more... One more caveat to so I got to listen while you're hiking, man. You got to listen to those trees about to fall. I look at trees all the time and I wonder how more people don't get crushed by trees. And you know what? I, when I went through, when I went back the following year, there was, there were trees all over the trail. And I said, you know, how does, how do you know when this tree is going to fall? How do you know you're not going to be here when I'm, wind gusts through here and blows over some trees. I'm like honestly surprised right there's not you. like people right. whose job it is to make sure all these trees aren't falling. I mean, that's what happens in every storm though, right? There's tons of down trees on wires and things like that. It's we don't do a very good job of of curating these spaces and 
obviously national parks and, and state parks where resources are even more stretched. Uh, I think it's even harder to keep up with, but yeah, I'm, I'm only half kidding when I say like, listen, because I've had tons of branches almost hit me and things like that. And you just usually hear them before you see them. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll wrap this up here. I uh, heard me reference the book quite a few times. Uh, should be coming out any day now if it's not out at this point when this is released. Uh, if you don't mind, DoobTube, I'm going to just give a little background on your name, how you, how you how you were given that trail name. Please feel free. Uh, well, I was helping DoobTube get ready, and his sleeping bag was at my house, and I decided, all right, let me get this into the stuff sack. So I pulled it out, and I start stuffing it, and I said, wow, there's something stiff in here. And I'm saying, wow, it feels like maybe – the size of a test tube. So I dump it out and a test tube rolls onto the ground with a cork in it. And it says dube tube. <laughs> I think that the, I it? think that there's one more nuance. that's even a little more startling about this uh, is I'm pretty sure I had said that you could use one of my, like some of my camping equipment for scouts. Oh, so it wasn't even that it was for me because who cares if I find a joint that I lost inside of a sleeping bag, it's, it's definitely a lot more uh, sketchy yeah, if a scout master provides a kid. So sorry about that. Yeah, I can imagine being in a cabin and that thing rolling into my sleeping bag. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's something that I thought I lost before a flight with that sleeping bag. I, I had went to Nevada. I was going to Burning Man and thought I lost those going into Burning Man and never thought of them again. And then flew them back unbeknownst to me, gave them to you to you know lend to a child in a sleeping bag. Uh, and then you, you, I think you kind of cryptically mentioned it to me, like dube tube. And I was like, what are you talking about? And you showed it to me and I was like, holy crap. I haven't seen these in a year. Yeah. And for the record, no, I did not smoke what was in the dube tube. I did though. I gave it back to its rightful owner <laughs> yeah. who, when we reach J peak, <laughs> of course. Yeah, no, I, that's actually right. And so then, uh, on that very hike in Vermont. Uh, that's like around when you gave it back to me. Uh, cause I think you were like, I was towards the end of, of your Scoutmaster tenure. Uh, so that's like kind of what our big hike was about. I think was like, you know, we're doing some, some longer term, uh, adult trips. Uh, and because of that, you know, I had those dudes that you provided me and I was able to go to the top of J peak, a fitting mountain for, uh, partaking and, and celebrate the high peak accomplishment. Right. You, um, you, you, you showed me why they call it J peak. We'll just say that. Yeah. All right. So dude, dude, thanks again for coming on the show. Uh, until we talk again, be good, be healthy, and we'll talk soon. Hope to see you out there. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please feel free to leave a review. If you found it helpful or useful or just entertaining, let us know. We can be contacted at Papa Bear Hikes at gmail.com. Or check us out at Papa Bear Hikes 01 on Instagram. Thanks for listening. Get outside and have a great day. This episode of Papa Bear Hikes has been brought to you by Avalon Publicity. Avalon Publicity, increasing the digital footprint of content creators and skilled professionals via website development and social media services. 
For more information about Avalon Publicity, go to their website, avalonbusiness.org. That's avalonbusiness.org.